With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boys and girls, it's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the Barbie. Welcome to Australia! It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. And I'm Joel. And joining us from across the Dutch is John. G'day, John. Kia Yeah, How you going, mate? Good. How you guys? Pretty good. Uh, as people would have heard, uh, we just played the last post at the beginning. Uh, it's Anzac Day tomorrow. Yeah. It's our um, Memorial Day, to give people in America an idea. But yeah, it's our, um, our celebration, our... our always say this every year but yeah it's tradition every year we celebrate well we look it back at uh the lost people you know the people serving still and all that so we uh we had nikki on last year for anzac day now we've got john so yeah yeah so yeah and oh, i've said it before but anzac stands for australian and new zealand army corps it was we fight together in walls uh brothers in arms so and this is the only day of the year where I will not do any sheep jokes. So. <laughs> commemorate? Would that be a no, better word? No. Commemorate. Thank you, Joel. I I did this same speech last year and I couldn't remember the word. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no, yeah. No, commiserate, commemorate. You know, it's uh, it's all about, you know, 
respecting the people that have, uh, have passed, uh, not just the people that have passed, but the, the family members of uh, war veterans, and you know, so it's a sort of a celebration, a com commemoration, and uh, yeah. Uh, technically, it's tomorrow. Anzac is Anzac Day is tomorrow. Today is the twenty fourth in our time zone down here. But yes, so but yes. Well, I, I baked a cake, so I'm ready. Bake a cake? Didn't you bake Anzac biscuits? Oh, is that a thing? Sorry, I got that wrong. <laughs> there is Anzac biscuits, mate. Does it have kiwi in it? <laughs> no. They'll bis no. they'll bait because they could last long um, in the war. I think that's the story behind it. John might know better than me, but yeah, that's how the Anzac yeah, bi biscuit was. Yeah, there's sorry. Go, John. Go, John. Speak, mate. Uh, yeah, they're essentially high hard tack. They're they're, they're basically indestructible, even by teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Actually, they're, they're so pretty nice. You, them, <laughs> you get you, it. You have to like break them or, or dip them into like coffee or tea or something. Yeah, well, that's yeah mm. what they normally do. But well, the ones they sell in the shops now are not <laughs> not like what they had in the war. But yeah, it still has the same ingredients. So. Yeah. Interesting. It'd be funny if they did sell the ones like that. Yeah. <laughs> Next to like some poly grip or something, you know, just in case <laughs> things start falling out. <laughs> Are there any other traditional foods that they have? Like, uh, I don't know, sheep jerky or something? Oh, hey. <laughs> you said no sheep jerks today. Um, I didn't make a sheep. No, I didn't make that kind of sheep joke. I meant like literally. I, I know that there's plentiful. Every time I watch Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay, they're always talking about how, you know, the sheep is imported from New Zealand or wherever, and so I thought maybe they made jerky out of it. No, I've never seen sheep jerky. I've seen kangaroo jerky. I've seen crocodile jerky. But no, no sheep jerky. Yeah, I've never seen any sheep jerky. It's usually beef jerky. Mm. We have to keep all the sheep so that we can export it to you guys. <laughs> so, I'm trying so hard not to say a sheep jerk. <laughs> well, we've got to tend to them first, and and then we export them. You marinate them from the inside. Oh, oh I did one. You didn't have to go there. I was trying to ask a legitimate question, and you just went right through it. Man, just like New Zealanders go right. Yeah, just like the South Island farmers. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, how you been, John? I've been good. I've been good. Uh, just same old usual, uh, same old, same old, just working, going to the gym, doing all that. Planning for the wedding? Yeah, no, it, there's not really much planning required. I mean, we're doing a, a really basic, like, courthouse wedding, um, so we don't really have to plan anything for that, and then we're just going to have a reception at our local, uh, we're part of a, a cosy club, I don't know what the... A what? A, a cosy club. I don't know what the equivalent would be over there, like a working men's club or a. Um, it's basically like a, a bar that you're a member of, like a members only club. Huh. Do they have uh, those in Australia? Yes, we do. We have <laughs> sports clubs, we have bowling clubs, we have all sorts of clubs like that. Yeah. So, RSL clubs, speaking of, which yeah. RSL uh, Return Servicemen's League. So that's, you know. They were started after, I can't remember when they first had the first RSL club, but yeah, that relates to, you know, war veterans. So, 
And um, if you're at an RSL club, um, every night at 6 o'clock, you have to stop what you're doing. They'll turn off all the poker machines. They'll just turn around and you've got to face the um, the sign. And uh, they played that last post that you just heard and do the ode. Uh, the ode to remember remembrance. So. Yeah. So is there like dues that you have to pay John for this thing or something? Or yeah, you, you... yeah, it's like forty dollars a year. It's not not a lot of money. Um, they've got quite a few members, and they're like it's a not for profit. So it's um, they essentially they just roll over all the money that they get in from the bar and the restaurant and everything into uh, doing the place up and making it nicer. So we've got one of the best ones in the country where I live, um, and where I live, our um, our RSA. Uh, which is uh, Killers RSL is a part of um, a part of our Cozy Club because um, the uh, the old RSA building shut down, so the Cozy Club took them in and made them life members of the Cozy Club as well. Um, but yeah, so we're having our reception there, so it's free venue hire, and we'll just put on a bar tab and go for gold. <laughs> okay, so where's so my what is Kazi? Where's my what? invitation? Well, we we will send you one actually. Yeah, well, um, you're going to pay for more flights though. No, see that's the problem, right? So we'll invite you, but yeah, I'll just Skype <laughs> whether, in. Whether or not you come is up to you. I'll I'll just Skype in. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's Kazi stand for then? Cosmopolitan. Oh. it kind of loses something in the translation. Yeah, we're, we're we're similar to Australia, where we shorten words or lengthen them depending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shorten long words and, and <laughs> make shorter words longer. Yeah, so of course, would that would that be similar to like like over here we've got like the like the Moose Lodge, like that sort of thing? Where mm. do you know what I'm talking about? I know you. Uh, bit different. Yeah, like on Happy Days, the the Leopard Lodge and and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's similar but not really. Um, so it's it's similar to a Freemason lodge in that you go there and drink, and they've got like adjuncts for pool and golf and you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's not it's not really the same. Um, you can you can bring guests in. Members of the public can go in if they're members of a guest um, on the like Friday and Saturday nights. I think they just let members of the public in. Um, yeah. if, the, if they want to come in it's more like a community little club sort of thing and they're, yeah. they're like non-profit and what they do is support um, the community so they the funds they make here in Australia they're like they'll, they'll uh, um, support like uh, sports teams and stuff like that or you know community uh, whatever you know any little community like- Charitable kind of stuff. Yeah, yes. That's what they were based on. Uh, they've sort of changed here in Australia where they just want to suck your money out with the poker machines because we have the poker machine addiction here. But Yeah, and it and um, they've been sort of taken over here in Australia with just... They're still run by a, like, supposedly a committee that's uh, local, but, yeah, it's all about making money, and I don't know. But it's it, clubs are meant to be, like, supportive of the uh, the community, so... They, you know, you come in, you have a drink, you play, you know, play some pokies or, or do whatever, and um, the the money they make, they they throw it back into the community for anything like, you know, as I said, sports or uh, 
uh, the, the the women's knitting club or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think about the things. So. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's what they're based on here in Australia. But they got really obsessed by poker machines, and it's it's become a bit of a a problem here. So, and um, yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, poker machines are a pretty big problem here as well. Um, except here, they're uh, you, private people can't own them. It's all charitable trusts, and it all gets reinvested back into um, anti-gambling programs and, and community outreach. Yeah, but, yeah, you still get you still get people who are hugely addicted to them. Um, like when I was when I was working in a bar once, uh, we had you'd, you'd see the line of them lining up outside before we opened the bar. Um, because they knew we opened at 10 and we also opened the pokey room at 10. Yeah. And so that we'd, we'd open the doors and they'd just flood in. Um, and then they'd, they'd go in there, they'd just spend all their money and we'd get senior citizens who'd come in and just drop their entire pension into them. Yeah. That's... Just first day that they got it that week, they, you know, it's Wednesday. They've still got to survive until next Wednesday to the next with pension paycheck, yeah, and they've, they've blown the whole lot in the poking machine. Same here, mate. Uh, that's what. Well, they used to have twenty-four hour poke machine rooms here, and they had to cut it down. So, yeah. Um, but what happened here? It was like the the clubs, what we were talking about, only had poke machines, and the pubs had what they called po- um, just like poker machine, like the uh, Texas, not Texas Hold'em, but you know. Um, poker and then yeah. the, the pubs were bitching like we we're not getting the revenue the club's getting blah 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 so they were allowed to get poker machines so what they ended up doing was um open up poker machine venues and the pubs just uh just kept putting more and more poker machines in until the government had to put a cap on it and um and stop it because it was just the pub wasn't running as a pub it was running as a gambling venue and you know people were just there 24 hours a day just drop of money and that's how all these pubs made money and then these big uh, companies bought up all the pubs just so they could make um you know make money of course but um making a little poker machine venue you know a pokey venue and um that's what killed live music here in sydney because instead of having a pub that would you know put on you know bands that weren't making as much money as you know well we could shut down playing bands and we'll just turn this room into a a poke machine room and people just sit there and just gamble their life away all, all night so anyway yeah I'm well I've mentioned on the show before I, I was addicted to pokies yeah. before uh, I, I did my whole paycheck in one day but yeah so anyway this is supposed to be about Anzac Day not poker machines well I was going to say and they, they have them here too I mean it's a big thing but what I thought was funny about about that and that's been a recent thing here and we've talked about it but um it's when you said that they support like anti-gambling programs and stuff. It made me laugh because I'm thinking like, this is like the Alcoholics Anonymous having some sort of a charitable fundraiser with an open bar. Yeah, you know, well, it just it, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, on to every go that route, on every poker machine, they've got to have a sticker that says, uh, "If if you feel you're in trouble, call this number," and it's like Gamblers Anonymous or you know, I forget what they call it. I haven't seen one in a while. Right. I haven't been to a poker machine, but yeah. And they're just covered in, like, the stickers on the poker machines. If you feel you have a problem, call this number. Yeah. Yeah. As if people are going to read that. The little thing, you know, all the sign, you know, all the music and the... It will distract them from reading the sign. Yeah. 
but well, yeah, if they know. add it at the bottom, you know, you could win X amount of dollars if you dial this number. I mean, <laughs> actually, that's an, might in, that's probably a good idea. Actually, yeah, if, you know, yeah, yeah. one in a million get you know ten thousand dollars. Yeah. I have a yeah. problem. You didn't win. I'll call back soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I, used to. Um, they used to train us on having conversations with people that we thought had a gambling problem, because um, we not only had the pokey machines, we also had a TAB, which is like the OTB over there. Mm-hmm. Um, Betting on horses. So, yeah, all the, all the horse bets, greyhound bets, sports bets, anything. So I, I used to run the, the TAB console there as well, and yeah, they in the in the TAB training because we actually get trained by the TAB. Um, yeah, we have to be trained on how to how to have conversations with people that we think have a problem with gambling and and encourage them to go and get help. Okay, can I put a hundred dollars on number four, please? <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what they would do. I mean, nobody, you know, they they don't care about your opinion of of their gambling. They they're doing it because they they're compelled to. No, we we have so many um, online sporting. Um, well, they use it more for sport now, but yeah, we've got sports bet. We've got William Hill, which I'm a part of, and you know, um, yeah, it's 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 a, it's so bad down here. Like so many online gambling outlets here, you know, and it's more they don't even talk about the horse racing more than the sporting, you know. Every every week because the footy's on, you know, this is the price for your team, you know. And if you bet this much on for this, and we'll give you a cash back if this happens, and oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, so you do have horses that race and not other critters. Yeah, we have horses, greyhounds, harness racing is where they have that little um, like cart behind the horse. Uh, With monkeys driving? No, it's actually little jockeys. Oh. But and we have these flies that cl- crawl up a wall and we bet on. You got the dingo races where you put a baby in front of them on the on that arm and then just race it around the track. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Thank you, God. Uh, yeah. Exactly what I was looking for. That or, or you know, the, the kangaroo races. Uh, no, no, the kangaroo. That's the boxing match, mate. You're getting it wrong. Yeah. Oh, kangaroo's oh. box. We put yeah. two kangaroos in a ring and, you know. One's wearing blue trunks and the other one's wearing red trunks, and you bet on the blue trunk or the red trunk. Wearing, I would pay to see that. Pay to see <laughs> it. Do you know that's actually happened? They actually used what? to have a guy box a kangaroo, and it happened in America like, about five years ago. Yeah, like like you box things. No box. They put gloves on a kangaroo, right. and a guy stepped in the ring with a kangaroo. <laughs> They put gloves on his like paws, which is not the part that actually gets you. <laughs> no, it's the jump kick that gets you. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Here's a question. Then this this was asked to me at work the other day, and it it really kind of put a stumper on a lot of people. I think it was at work. Maybe it was up before forty one or fourteen. But they somebody asked one of those questions that makes you go, "Huh? If you took a kangaroo against a chimpanzee, who would win?" Kangaroo. Yep. They have this claw on their back paws, and it will slice you. Chimpanzees will just bite you. So, but you got to think though, a chimpanzee is quick. 
has got opposable thumbs, and if it gets on the kangaroo's back, what, what's a kangaroo going to do? Uh, get on its back tail, flip it off, turn around, and slice it bits with its friggin' nice... Yeah, I'm back in the kangaroo. I've got yeah. it. I'm a shrimp. <laughs> I'm back in the kangaroo too. I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever seen kangaroos fight each other, but holy crap, they are vicious. Yeah. They are vicious, vicious creatures. We talk about the drop bears, but no, in all seriousness, the kangaroo, you, you don't want to mess with those. Yeah. So. That tail is no. pure muscle. That tail is pure muscle, and their legs, their legs are pure muscle as well, and they jump up and they just kick each other with both feet on a jump with their full weight and all the strength of their legs. They are vicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, plus they're built like brick shed houses. At least the yeah. the upper body seems to be on some of them. Yeah, well, so. oh, but it depends on the kangaroo too. I mean, we've got the smaller ones, the little grey kangaroos. They're, they're pretty cool, but it's the big red kangaroo. He's the, the motherfucker of the kangaroo <laughs> industry. Oh, yeah. He's the one you just well, don't go near. I, you'd be happy to know that I put my money on the kangaroo in the conversation. That's that's who I was backing as well. But I had to play devil's yeah, advocate because it is an interesting conundrum. You always put the money, yeah. the money on the kangaroos. That's the name of our uh, National Rugby League side. So always back the kangaroos well, against the Kiwis. I'm always going to put. I'm always going to put my money on the kangaroos. So kick my ass otherwise. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, Joel, if it, I'm talking rugby league and the kangaroos versus the Kiwis. Lately, uh, the Kiwis have been beating the Kangaroos. Yeah. Yeah, come on. We've started getting better at rugby league. It's only taken us like 15, 20 years, but we're getting better. <laughs> oh, you got Sonny Bill. <laughs> if they get Sonny Bill in there with you, you'll be all right. Anyway, that's something that John and Al, <sighs> me, Ali know. <laughs> Sonny Bill. So I'm sick of Sonny Bill's hype. Well, I hate Sonny Bill because he played for the Bulldogs and then just walked out on us, so... Anyway, yeah. this is the conversation just for you and me, John. No one else will understand. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask, though. I mean, do you guys ever have American imports that come over to play on either either side, either Zealand or mm, Australia? Not with rugby. No. Either, like, either form of rugby, like union or league, no. And I Americans are too scared. And I haven't heard of any uh, American coming to play in AFL, but sort of goes the other way. Like, we've got Jared Hayne playing um, your football over there. Uh, we What we get is more England people coming and playing down here, but they play that sport over there anyway. Like, the captain of my right. side, uh, James Graham, he's an English player, and, yeah, the guy they got... That doesn't surprise me. But, yeah, but that's... They know the sport, so... But, yeah. Right. That's like me trying to explain cricket. What's cricket? Oh, dear God. <laughs> it's where you have two wickets, Come on. and there's an asterisk, and you have a bat. And you're not out. And, <laughs> and you run 600 laps to get 30 love or something. No, no, no. And bloody Nicky <laughs> calling me out on your on the 40 gate 14. Why isn't Killer talking about this? I've explained why I don't talk about it, because it'll take the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she explains it pretty well, so I don't need to step in. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was funny, yeah, that voicemail. I, I understand. Yeah, well, and actually, he's got pretty close with what Nikki was explaining. and yeah. But as I said, I, I find it more funny that you have no idea. 
it's it's more fun listening to you trying to work it out. So it's yeah, another it's another reason why I don't call in. I'd rather not call in and let you try to sort it out. Uh, it gives me a like asking me to ride a bike. It'd be like um, oh. I mean, and probably not you, Kelly, because you actually played. But me trying to explain baseball. Mm. I mean, I I I don't I, I get the the basic principles of it. Yeah, you you hit and you go around the bases and you <laughs> and and everything. But I don't I don't know the the rest. I don't know the rest of it. And baseball's easy. Well, you throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. That's so it's cricket then. If, no. if you break it down into those terms, you, no. throw, you, you bowl the ball, you hit the ball, someone catches the ball, you're out. But no. No, cricket's different because you could be LBW, you could be bowled, oh, you'd be okay. caught behind, you'd be caught in the outfield, uh, you could be run out. Uh, no, but the line I just said before was from Bull Durham. No. Yeah, throw the it's easy. <laughs> throw the ball. I don't think I've seen that in a long time, sir. Hit the mascot. Been a long time. Yeah. So well, how's things with you, Killer? This me? week? Uh, yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> People are dying. I'm making them coffins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, same old shit. Well, actually, I went to the doctors on Friday. Wait, what? Oh, well, I was forced to. Donna wanted me to go for a checkup, check my blood pressure and and whatnot. But yeah, blood pressure's still high. That's what happens when you hit the forties, you know. So yeah, but yeah, I went to the doctors and talked about a couple of things, and yeah, blood pressure's still high and whatnot. Anyway, I'll get my little notepad out. Yeah. Oh, that's what. I lost my bloody ATM card. Or debit card. Oh, no. Yeah, this happened Friday, just before I went to the doctor's thing. No wonder my blood pressure was high when I realised I didn't have my ATM card. I, I went shopping at Aldi and uh, used the card, and I think I might have left it in the machine. I'm not sure, but I got to the doctor's, and I'm like, I went to try to get some money up because at the ATM, and I realised I didn't have my ATM card. And I told Donna, and we try to ring Aldi, but you cannot contact the bloody shop. You go to the, you know, just the major line, the phone, you know, the incorporated line. Hang on, I've got a burp. Excuse me. But yeah, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, you can't just contact the, the actual um, shop that you were at. It goes through all the bloody... So I wanted to find out if they still had it before I cancelled it, and I couldn't. Yeah. So, so then I went to the doctors, and yeah, blood pressure's high. Yeah, you wonder why? I just went through a bunch of stress before I was even in there. So, uh, yeah, it turns out I, I don't have it. I cancelled it and reissued a new card and, you know, all that bullshit you've got to go through. But yeah, I yeah. wasn't happy. But thankfully they have... I don't know if they have it in New Zealand now, but um, you can actually get money out of an ATM... Without an ATM card, you, you use your app on your phone. Uh-huh. Yeah, use your app on okay. your phone. But you can only get I, up, I, up to $100, you know. You can't get any more than 100 but yeah. So thankfully I've got all that set up because I rang the bank and said I made sure that was set up because so, I won't get my card for five to eight working days and uh, well, we've only got four working days this week. But So yeah. 
at least this when I get paid this Thursday, I can still access at least hundred bucks that day, sort of thing. But yeah, I've still got my internet banking. But yeah, I lost that, and that was on Friday after a stressful week of work and losing that. And then I go into the doctors, and oh, your blood pressure's high. I really, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, we we don't have that as far as I know. But then again, I never get cash out ever. I do everything on FPOS, so. I've I've never I haven't been to an ATM in in months yeah. and even that was only to get money out for for something I couldn't pay a for, like a bake sale at work or something like yeah. I get cash out so infrequently it's ridiculous. Yeah, well I I do it both ways. Mm-hmm. I um yeah I get cash I always like having cash just for certain things. But yeah I I try to do everything by the um, debit card. It's just easier yeah. and got that tap and go. So it's easier, yeah. but you know, I just like having cash for just those you know little shops where they haven't got F post or. Um, but right. I just like having cash. It's always good when you look in your wallet and you got money. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't want See, to go what? completely to the um, you know non-cash system. I just don't trust it. So uh, if if. Uh, mm. What happens, like in Die Hard, for when the whole system fails, you can't access your cash or something? It's nice to have cash in your wallet, but that's right. That's when you roll people who have cash, like you. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> no, well. Uh, but yeah, that, that that was a bit of an, an a nuisance. But yeah, and, and you got to ring the bank, and then you go got to go through your, your details and. Who are you? You know, what's your password? And, you know, your secret password that you have with us. And when's the last time you took money out of the ATM? And you have to explain and, and fight them. And like, just tell me, like, you know, we're so. I don't know. So I'm getting getting confused because Joe wasn't here. Usually, sorry, I there was a solicitor at the door apparently, and right, by the solic- time I got upstairs, they were gone. A solicitor, uh, like a, a lawyer. What kind of solicitor? <laughs> Were they soliciting you? <laughs> Somebody selling candy bars, I think, from what the kid said. Because oh, Juliana didn't. She's like, I'm not going to open the door. And of course, Tucker was barking. So I went to go see what was going on. So what was Dale doing? Tucker and Dale. Versus <laughs> Evil, yeah. I'm surprised Lucy wasn't barking, but I don't know. She might have been outside. Anyway, so. Now you can't withdraw $20 bills from the ATM. Well, I can't at the moment. I've got to wait. Yeah, I won't get my new ATM card to not this. won't be this week. It'll be the week after. But as I was saying, I don't know if you have that in America, but uh, I can actually withdraw from an ATM without an ATM card, but using my app on my phone. Yeah, you can have a uh, cardless withdrawal. So... It started with one bank, and every other bank started doing it. But you use the app on the phone, and you... I haven't done it yet, so I'll work out how it works. But yeah, they give you a code. So you go to the ATM, say cashless withdraw- uh, cardless withdrawal, and then you'll get a code sent to your phone, and you type it into the ATM, and you'll be able to get money up, up to $100. So... Seems a little sketchy to me. Yeah, oh, it does, but <laughs> when you're in the situation like I am, it, it works. But yeah, well, someone has to steal your phone, has to know all your details. Yeah. 
Right. Anyway. So, I wanted to ask you, Joel, what do crumpets yes, taste like? <laughs> I haven't got to this. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, actually, Nikki asked, Nikki asked me to say she found some crumpets in golden syrup while she was out shopping just before. <laughs> it's a thing now, apparently. Um, well, I after we had that conversation, I saw the pictures, and I finally knew what it was. Because I always thought, like, you know, like a biscuit more than a, a, a what it actually is. So I started looking through my grocery store, and I went through the entire bread section, including the like the bakery part, and was looking everywhere trying to find crumpets. Well, there was nothing there, so I went about my way and continued my grocery shopping. Well, I get to the back where they have like the refrigerated bagels and and English muffins, and there amongst them was <laughs> crumpets. So I bought a pack there, like, I think there's like eight or ten in the pack. I don't remember. And I, of course, sent you a picture immediately so you'd know. Um, <clears throat> the first time I cooked it, I cooked, undercooked it. So it, it didn't really settle well because I was expecting, like, an English muffin from the look of it. Mm. But it's got, like, this weird kind of, not necessarily doughy, but. Like almost eggy consistency yeah. on the top, and then it's kind of crusty on the bottom, sort of. Well, I tried to tell you how and to cook them. Yeah, well, cook them in the toaster. That's what I ended up. I mean, that's what I did the first time, and then, but I just had the setting too low, so I cranked the setting all the way up, and I I cooked it again, and the, the another later on, and I cooked another one, and I, it was much better. It still kind of weirds me out a little because the top consistency seems like it's a little. No matter how much I cook it, even if it's brown, it seems like it's a little undercooked. Mm -hmm. But just that with some butter and Vegemite. Uh, it's. I mean, I'm not doing Vegemite. No, no. Oh, come on. No, I, I don't put Vegemite, Vegemite on my Vegemite. crumpets. Trust me. No, I told you what to do. You, you need sweet flavors on there. Yeah, honey's good on them. Mm. Honey's really good. Like well, the squeezable well, honey. I, Peanut butter. Right. And honey. Wow. Oh. I've just been doing straight butter at the moment, although I've, I've only got one left at this point. <laughs> so I I may try something a little sweeter for the last one. I don't know if I'd buy them again, though. It, it... Uh, fair enough. Golden syrup's really good on them. Golden syrup. Uh, golden yeah. syrup or honey. Oh, so good. Yep. What, golden syrup? Like, is that like maple syrup? Yeah, it's, it's similar. It's similar yeah. but sweeter. Yeah, it's different. Golden syrup. Oh, yeah. We put that on our pancakes. Oh. It's basically just like caramelized sugar, essentially. It's it's not made from made from maple extract, um, so it doesn't have that maple-y flavor. It's basically just the pure sweet, pure sweet flavor of the sugar. It's uh, so good. <laughs> We've got uh, Joel confused right now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. I've got... I've got maple syrup, and I've always got that on hand because that goes good on just about everything. But uh, uh, I guess I could try that. I've got peanut butter. Yeah, throw some maple syrup on it. You could you could do yeah. both. You could do maple syrup and peanut butter. Yeah, but it's now you're salty crazy. and sweet. Yeah, I, as I was explaining to Joel, what I usually do with my crumpets, I, I peanut butter and jam or jelly, as they call it in America. But that's the way <laughs> I like it. A bit of strawberry or raspberry jam, and uh, yeah, 
But yeah, but the peanut butter works well because you've got a hot crumpet and the peanut butter just melts through the holes into the, the crumpet. And, oh, God, so good. I want crumpets right yeah. now. I've got none. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want crumpets now. I haven't had crumpets in years. I, as a kid, that was that was our little, like, uh, because we we're, were tight for money, so, you know, you didn't get them every week. But when you got, you know, the parents bought the crumpets. Oh dear God! You know, Saturday morning, yeah. cook up the crumpets, and we'd we'd put it on the grill, in the oven, you know, and we cook oh. them that way, because you know okay. you got to you got to toast the top more than the bottom, because the bottom crisps up so quick. But yeah, I've got a toaster at the moment that has a crumpet setting, so you you throw the crumpets in the toaster and hit the crumpet setting, so it toasts. The proper side, you know, the back side less and the front side more. So, but yeah, as a kid, we used to do them in the um in the grill, you know, the gorilla, as we used to say it. But yeah, but yeah, so you make sure you toast the top more, make sure that gets nice and crispy and you know brown, and you just give the bottom just enough so it just gets a little brown on the edges. So you just get enough because you don't want to toast that bottom too much it gets too tough so and then you just throw a ton of butter on it and it just soaks through it and then you throw the peanut butter on it and it soaks through it and it's leaking out the bottom oh yeah that's that's the way to do it joel so sounds like i need a diaper what about you john how do you eat your crumpets well <laughs> well that that's a bit personal but um, <laughs> uh, I generally do. I have, again, I haven't had them in ages, but yes, uh, a lot of lot of butter on them, and then some honey jam, whatever, so that the top's just like saturated. Yeah, like it, it should. You should have some kind of film from the butter or something leaking out the bottom. Yep, exactly. Um, and then when you bite into them, you sh- it should just be like a, a rush of butter and, and whatever you've got on it, like straight straight into your mouth and straight down your throat. It's yep. all sounding very erotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not drinking tea. I've done that, been there, not going back. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I've never been a big tea drinker. Mm. No, I'll have a cup of tea every now and then, but no. Never drink coffee, but yeah, occasionally a cup of tea. But but anyway, the crumpets. Yeah. Oh yeah, see, now you've learned, Joel. You've been taught by a New Zealander <laughs> and an Australian how to. Uh, I bet you right now, John, you're going to go out and get some crumpets this week and have some. Um, I might do, unless Nikki got some in the shopping. In which case, I'll go and have some after this. <laughs> <laughs> and I could go have one and kill you. You'll be out by yourself without them. I've got none, <laughs> and I'm not going down the bloody supermarket just to buy crumpets. Uh, no, I should have bought you some. You want to? I know I want to, but no. Ah, uh, dear God. Anyway, you didn't buy it at the store after our conversation the last time. That kind of surprises me. Well, I, I, I do the shopping at Aldi, and they don't have crumpets at Aldi. Donna oh. does the shopping at the uh, the Woolworths or the Coles where they are, and uh, I kept forgetting to ask her <laughs> buy me crumpets. Yeah. <laughs> this week, and then I. I want to report back about your thoughts on them. Yes, I'm sure. you, what were we going to say, John? Uh, do you have any Nutella? Nutella would be awesome on them. I hate Nutella. Yes. I, hate I don't it. have any in my house. No, for God's sakes, no. But it, it exists here, yeah. Oh, I know, yeah. 
I was just wondering if you had any in your house because that would go brilliant on crumpets because it would melt down into them. Yeah, any I don't melt. Know that I've never had Nutella. Yeah, I've had Vegemite. But Vegemite. You've never, you've never had Nutella. Uh uh-uh. It's a hazelnut spread. Oh. No, I'm not I a feel fan sad of it. for you. They, they sell <sighs> Nutella snack key things where you have a little container where you have Nutella in a little container and little biscuits that you like little biscuit sticks that you dip into the Nutella and eat it. Yep. Oh, I know. I'm familiar. I've seen it. But yeah. but no, I'm not a fan of I Nutella. I'm just not a fan of hazelnuts. So. Not a Nutella fan. The only nuts I like, and yes, I know where you're going with this, um, <laughs> is either occasionally peanuts, uh, preferably in the shell, yes. but cashews, I eat cashews oh, on cashews. a daily basis to try and keep my uh, my good, you know, good. cholesterol up. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but, cashew is my favorite nut, but they're bloody too expensive, that's the problem. Yeah. And, yeah. But I was going to say, if if you're going to do a Vegemite on your crumpet, you got to put cheese on top. So you cook your oh, crumpet. Yes. You cook your crumpet, put your Vegemite on, and then just stick some cheese on top and just give it a uh, good 30 seconds, 20 seconds underneath the grill to melt the cheese into it and have Vegemite and cheese on a crumpet. Oh, yeah. And remember, not too yeah. much Vegemite. We've, this is a lesson everyone should learn. You never put too much Vegemite on. So. It's just like a mousetrap. Yeah, just thin. (laughs) What? What do you... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And that, but on toast instead of a crumpet, is what we used to call mousetraps. Oh, yeah. Because it's covered in cheese. Yep. Oh. I was confused. You'd do exactly that, and you'd stick it under the grill, and and the cheese would melt on top of the the Vegemite and the butter, and it was really good. But yeah, we called those mouse traps. Yep. See, now I'm half tempted when I go to the store on Monday or Tuesday, whenever I get groceries this week, to buy another round of crumpets <laughs> and a small small thing of Vegemite. You, that's all you need, and but that'll last you six months. Yeah. Seriously, are you talking American <laughs> cheese? Or what kind of cheese are we talking about? Whatever cheese you like. Well, we call it tasty cheese down here. I mean, I... I oh, know. no. Go good cheese. Go like provolone or something. Or a Gouda. Whatever. Che- your cheese of your choice. <laughs> so it's the, 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 the cheese type doesn't matter as much as just that it's cheese. Yeah. No. Well. So, I mean, just, just cheese. Um, eat them. Um, when when you used to use Edom a lot, um, Coon. Colby Coon. I'm not being racist. <laughs> <laughs> there is a cheese it's called like Coon. I don't you... have Coon cheese in America. <laughs> I didn't think you were until you said it, because I was hearing it in my head like K H U N, like with an umlaut over it or something. C double O N. C double O N. Coon. Is a cheese called Coon? That's now you're making like, it bad. Is that where you milk raccoons and then make cheese out of it? <laughs> I don't know. God, I hope so, please. But it's a racist term could... for Aboriginals. So, and people keep saying, "Can we? Can they just stop calling the cheese coon?" Yeah. Well, it's also extremely racist for Math- African Americans as well. Mm. So, yeah. so Joel will be. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, they, they would never have a cheese called Coon in America. No, I'm not going to the grocery store and saying, excuse me. <laughs> have you seen any Coon around here? Right, exactly. I, 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 I would like to go back to my grocery store that I go to every week. I like my grocery store. All right, I don't like using this word, but yeah, walk in the gate. You got any nigger cheese? Yeah, no, not, not, not gonna happen. <laughs> Man, where the hell did we just go? Like the trap door fell, and all of us just plummeted right inside. And this is supposed to be Nanzac Day. You know, if you're respectful, <laughs> show. <laughs> Respect our and... diggers. Ah, welcome we to the Coffin Joe cast where who knows where we go. Anything can happen, that's right. <laughs> anyway, well, Man. I think we should bring so, up the, the podcast collective. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, as you've heard before on the show, we're a part of a network. It's called the Podcast Collective. Thanks to Justin. So... We have many other fine shows on that sh- at the podcast collective. Sure, come on, Joel, help me. <laughs> I was going to say the oh, left, left field left field sports lounge. <laughs> the left field sports lounge is not in existence. Um, but yes, we're we're uh, we're a part of a, a podcast uh, network now. Podcast collective. We have other fine shows. as the Forty Go Fourteen show, uh, Bag Parenting Podcast. Uh, the shows, Joel. Come on. On the block, no hope for humanity, and the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. Thank you. Everything's uh, it's a progress at the moment, and uh, yes, we're recording. Well, I've recorded, and I think Joel has. We've recorded some things for us to make promos for the show, and uh, yeah, it's it's great to be part of a network. And, uh, it's growing, and uh, you can find it at podcastcollective.com. There you go. Hmm. I just did. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Another hit to the site. <laughs> so, wait, we didn't have any listener feedback this week, right? No, I, I had nothing. I didn't have any voice. No voicemails, nothing sent to the email. So, uh, so I'll call out Nan. Nan, give us a phone call. Uh, speaking of Nan, happy birthday, Nan. It's your birthday today here in Australia. But yes, it's Nan's birthday today, so I thought I'd give him a shout out and say happy birthday, mate. Hope you're doing well. Um, give us a voicemail. A ranty one or a nice calm one, either way. And you can do that by calling us at 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. And you can email us at coffinjocast at gmail.com, which you can send uh, a recording off your phone using your voice mo- voice app on your phone. So, yeah, this show works well, doesn't it? It's all <laughs> pre-produced. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, it is about that time, by the way. I know it's that time. And it is that time that you won't hear what I'm about to play. Here we go. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for Random. Whoa, angry didgeridoo. That's always so angry. It really needs to go to some anger <laughs> management. But uh, anyway, 
Yes, it's welcome to uh, ours for random, brought to you by the lovely Maybellina, who once again has provided us with some questions. So, first question: Did you ever have fruit trees in your yard? Nope. Straight out, no. <laughs> yes. Kaylee <Okay>, fruit. <laughs> that would be ironic, but no, we had uh, when I was younger, we had lemons. And uh, when I had moved out of home, one of my first houses had a Fijoa tree. A what? <laughs> I was about to say that too. What? Fijoa? Oh, uh, do you guys know? You, you don't know what Fijoas are? No. Oh, okay. It's um, it's a similar size to a kiwi fruit, uh, but it's bright green on the outside, and uh, you eat it like a kiwi fruit. You split it open with a spoon, and you spoon out the insides. It's uh, got a sweet flavour. It's I'm not a big fan of them personally, but um, they're they're huge here in New Zealand. I'm trying to look it up. F F E I J O A. That's the looks one. Like. Uh, uh oh, looks kind of like a cucumber on the inside. Sort of weird. <laughs> I've never heard of this thing before. Me uh, either. And, like, I know a lot about New Zealand and, like, first time I've heard about this one. F-E-I-J-O-A, if anybody wants to look it up. Uh, I can't describe it. Looks, it does look a little like a lime in shape with cucumber on the inside, but like a yeah. tree's taking a turd? I don't know. <laughs> or a alien yeah, eggs? I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a similar shape to a lime, but it's about three or f- probably about four times the size of a lime. Then you just spoon um, it out. And you just you just spoon it out. You just cut it open with a spoon and spoon it out. Uh, a lot of things here are fijoa flavored. Like you can get fijoa flavored chocolate, fijoa flavored vodka, um, all sorts. Huh. Yeah, you, you learn something new every day, and I. I learned a lot about Australia and now about New Zealand. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't have, unless you count crab apples, but I don't think you do. Um, I mean, the closest thing we had was uh, my mom had attempted a garden in the front of the house. So I used to pick like the little spinach type stuff out of there, which I'm not certain wasn't urinated on by animals. But I ate it anyway, just straight out of the garden. But, yeah, no no fruit trees. I just I had to get my fruit from the store like normal folk. Right next to the coon, apparently. Um, <laughs> all right, second. Wow, I'm going straight to hell. St- uh, second question and last question: Is there a job that you applied for and you didn't get that you look back on and say, "Thank God they didn't hire me"? Mm, no. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, it's it's more of the fact that if I'd taken that job, I never would have met Nikki. Oh. Um, so I was I was working at the place where we met, and but before we before we met, um, I'd applied for a job at a bank to go and work in their call center, uh, and they 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 actually offered it to me, uh, but they weren't paying as well, and so I I said nah, stuff it. Um. And uh, and I, I let that go, and then it was uh, a few months or a year later that Nikki and I got together. Aww, that's so sweet. 
Yeah. And that's a perfect that's a the perfect kind of thing that when she comes up with these questions, you have no idea where that that's going to be the result. And then I pick them at random for whoever's on, and again, never know what's going to happen. Whereas Killer has said no to both of them. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. It's like it's a simple no to both questions on these ones. Jeez, usually I have something, but not today. Well, but look, we learned about the Fujoa, and we learned about how. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And we we learned about how he met it's, Nikki. That's yeah. like, the great thing about these questions. Well, um, ironically enough, for me then, I can say yes as well. Um, probably on more than one occasion, but the one specifically similar to what you're talking about, minus the uh, the the ultimate outcome. But um, when I I was working for the um my kid's school and while i was there i had been uh, trying to get back into my medical assisting career path because i had my degree and had to get certification here and spend a lot of time and energy getting all that done and i started applying for jobs and there was one that i i was really interested in and i I, i'm passionate about healthcare. that's where i always thought i'd end up and went and interviewed and had several different like callbacks and all this stuff with it and I kept thinking, you know, that I literally was told by one of the people I had interviewed with that it was pretty much a done deal. They were just going to work out some details and give me a, a, a letter. Come to find out like a week later that uh, they said that they decided to go another direction. Well, shortly thereafter, I had had or even it might have been even right before, but uh, a friend had said that they heard of an opening at a, at a call center working for an insurance company. And I've done insurance. I used to be an, an agent briefly and I've done call centers and it was tragic. So I was like, there's two things there that I don't like. And no, I don't really want to go into that again. But, um, I went interviewed, liked people there and took the job. And here I am two and a half years later. Uh, I'm absolutely at the top of my game. I actually was chosen, out of uh, the entire association, there were 24 of the top reps in the entire association. I was one of them. So I seem to be doing well. And I met the lovely Maybellina, who then provides us with questions every week. <laughs> so it's kind of, kind of similar, I guess. Yeah. Ah, funny things, how things work. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, question, Joel. That thing we were sent through on Facebook, am I meant to play it? I muted myself on accident. I'm sorry. What what thing? Oh. Yes. Are we supposed to play it? I, I don't, don't think so. I think he just wanted us to listen to it. All right. Fair enough. What, what was the last thing I said? Because all of a sudden I was muted. I don't know how that happened. No, talking about... Uh, Meeting Maybellina. Yeah. Oh. That's weird. That was strange. Oh, anyway, so yeah, that's uh, RS for random. That's it. Well, that brings us to the point of the show where it uh, closes out. All right, I, well, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to play this. Uh, do you want to hear it? Why not? Let's just play it. It's nine no, seconds. It's nine seconds. Let's hear it. We are the Podcast Collective. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. <laughs> there we go. 
podcastcollective.com. All right. Okay, John. That's not at all what I had in mind. <laughs> Was that yours? I, I listened to it. I listened to it in the... I backed off the mic and listened to it. That was not at all what I was expecting him to do. That's creepy. Yeah, I can't listen to things because I'm recording, so it all comes through. Anyway, we're at the end of the show. It's time where we promo. Ah, see, I rhymed. All right, John. Anything to promote? Nope. Uh, got a couple of recommends that uh, I haven't listened to personally, but Nikki's, Nikki's been raving about. Um, Chris Hollyfield from Salt Lake City has got a new podcast, Dating Baggage, with his um, girlfriend, Chrissy, um, and his other podcast, uh, I Am Salt Lake. Go check those out. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, make sure you send our love to Nikki, too. I will. Thank you. Oi. Oi. (laughs) Bye. 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 All right, Joe. Your turn, mate. You All do. right. Um, well, I do two other shows, The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, KPANTS, which is my six-song musical mixtape complete with music and musings. Um, you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, um, Podcast Directory, Google Play Podcasts now, and on podcastcollective.com. Uh, this week's show is all about one of my favorite artists, Bob Mould, formerly of Husker Du and Sugar, and uh, currently still working on solo stuff, just released an album. Uh, I also do 40 Going On 14 with Mike, Pat, and Josh, our nostalgia cast. This week's episode was all about Pee Wee Herman, and we're doing uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Pee Wee's Big Holiday. And you can find that at 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Tachi, Blueberry, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, Google Play Podcast Now, and the thepodcastcollective.com. Um, Creepercast is still in limbo, so I, I will let you know as soon as I know what is happening. <laughs> Excellent. As always, Bad Parenting Podcast. Justin and Jody, great show. Check them out. Well, you can check them out on the Podcast Collective. Can we say Podcast Collective one more time? Yes, why not? Podcastcollective.com. Check us all out there. Um, and you can find No Hope for Humanity there too, and Portico 14 and all the other shows, but not Left Field Sports Lounge. All right. And wait, tell them, tell them all, we're on, we're on Google Play Podcast too. Oh, we're on Google, 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 can't speak, Google (laughs) Play Podcast, yeah. You have to sign up with a credit card. I went to sign up, like, check it out, and I'm not giving you my credit card because I lost it. Okay. Uh, uh, that, you, that's bogus. No, you weren't. You 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 went on when I mentioned I lost my ATM card. <laughs> anyway, no, I mean it's bogus. That they ask you for a yeah, card no, number, for but they're not going to charge you. All right, we're not going to charge you, but give us your uh, you know your credit card details or your debit card details. All right, like mm. yeah. Yeah, if you're not going to charge me, why do you need them, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Right. No, I, I work I, in cybersecurity, so that's automatically a red flag no, close for me. So their excuses so they know where you are uh, at. You know, gives a, a location. So sure, that's what the way I read it. But yeah, so I went to check it out the other day, and I went, mm, not today. And now I've lost my ATM card, so I can't do it. It's like right. a chain letter. You didn't do it, so it made you lose your ATM card. Oh, no, um, that's why it... Oh, damn it. 
Next week. Next week. Who have we got, Joel? Well, we we said it last week, and look what happened. Um, so I'm always hesitant to do this, but I have a calendar, so I might as well make use of it. Um, we had to reschedule Travis LSU, so he is tentatively scheduled for next week on the show. So I got to follow up with him, make sure that's still good. But he was anxious to be on, so uh, can't wait to have him on. Um, and just stay by the phone, John. We might need you need you again next week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm always happy to, to come back on. Yeah, well, you're if, more than welcome. Any any time, mate. It's always fun having you on. And, uh, yeah. So, all right. I don't know which version of this song I want to play. The uh, live version that goes six minutes or the album version. But I'm playing When the War is Over by Cold Chisel today. Uh, of course, in reference for Anzac Day. Uh, I think we'll get a live version. It's six minutes long, but, yeah. It, it sounds good. So, that's what we're going out on tonight, today, this afternoon. Oh, it's still morning for me. It's only 20 past 11. Jeez. Oi. feel like I've been up all day. All right. <laughs> Thanks again, John. We'll have you back again soon. Of course. Uh, always a pleasure. All right, mate. And uh, thank you, Joel, as always. You make my week. Aw, <laughs> make my week. <laughs> All right, enough of the bro love. Let's hear some cold chisel. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Bye.
It's a fucking square for a start. We can this way we can ignore everybody. Four sides of me. You know? <laughs> Lest we forget. And of course, I'm a dirty, dirty boy. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Lest we forget. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.